0: hello and welcome to the 360 lady the complete whole and thriving lady every two weeks we talk about stories or hard truths in our various pillars of life such as spirituality relationships career finances and many more my intention on this podcast is to strengthen and empower women to walk in god's ultimate truth of completeness in him i am your host mcway Oyetunji. Hello, my 360 ladies. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. How are you doing and how are you spending this wonderful, splendid day of the year? It seems like a minute Halloween was over and kids were done trick or treating. Retail stores rushed into overhaul mode. Out goes the decorated pumpkins and other autumn colored accents. In comes a blinding array of red and green products. Holiday music is blasting through the speakers. Our shells are suffocated by wrapping paper. Decorations and batteries flanked by huge signs of promising to beat competitors prices i'm sure you know exactly what i'm talking about christmas vibes for me are candles burning low lots of mistletoe choir singing carols at concerts lots and lots of snow and ice everywhere we go shout out to my uk and northern american peeps who can totally relate all these things and more gives me the christmas vibes Now Christmas traditions vary, candles, mistletoe, caroling, maybe one or more of these things tell you the season is here. For others, it's the tree, the shopping, mince pie, or even eggnog, not a huge fan of eggnog by the way, but yeah. No matter the tradition, most of you would agree Christmas would not be Christmas without the ones we love. Christmas is a reminder of how our world was changed by the most significant birth in history the arrival of Jesus Christ. As much as we may have lost sight of what the true meaning of Christmas is, we haven't lost the need for family during Christmas. After all, Christmas is all about celebrating the addition to Mary and Joseph's family, Jesus. The first appearance of Jesus is with his parents. The manger scene is just the background to a family portrait, and Christmas still beckons family togetherness today. I'm spending today with my sister-in-law who has over 20 people come to her house. I call it the real manger bash. It's lovely because there's food, music, games, and most importantly, people. If you know me, you know how much I love the gathering of people. For many, that family togetherness can result in reminders of disappointments, past quarrels, and even hurt. Divorce, disagreements, grudges, all of these can come along with family into your home and soil a white or green Christmas if you don't have a white one. <laughs> so, what do we do when we have a house full of beautifully wrapped gifts and unwanted house guests? And please, Will the real judges of Georgina kingdom sit down? We don't want you standing up acting all holier than thou. Because I know some of you be thinking that way. But truly, what do we actually do? I believe we close our eyes and remember the cross. We remember what this season is all about. Remembering Christ's birth. In John 1.14 it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. The Passion Translation translates the verse as, and so the living expression became a man and lived amongst us. We gazed upon his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the father, overflowing with tender mercy and truth. Remembering that Christmas marks when the Word actually became flesh allows the family issues and problems to peel into insignificance. And John one14 doesn't just say that the Word actually became flesh, period. It says that the Word came full of grace and truth. Now, grace and truth are two powerful words that can strive to define our response to family this Christmas. We respond with grace and we speak nothing but the truth. When grace and truth actually define our conversations with family over this holiday, we truly celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, like dish them three cooking spoons of grace and two glasses of truth, since we're all talking about food. We also learn to love our family, not in spite of who they are or how they are acting, but because of Jesus and what his presence on earth means for us loving family in the light of christ allows us to love them more than we ever could through greeted teeth and i'm sure you know what i'm talking about so this christmas as the sisters moms aunts daughters even brothers dads uncles sons as well as step parents and grandparents walk through your door complaining and dropping coats or shoes wherever they please take a deep breath remember that the word that became flesh to dwell amongst us still does and he still brings peace grace and he also brings us truth now on to my next point in the spirit of christmas we have indeed established that this season provides opportunities for families and friends to be together Yet many in their desire to be generous and loving have sacrificed all sense and good judgment. I'll say that again. Many people in their desire to be generous and loving have sacrificed all sense and good judgment. If you think about it, right? The way Christmas is promoted and marketed is a gross commercialization of Jesus's birth. People literally bind themselves to creditors for an entire year just to buy stuff, in quote, they think will bring happiness to people. Many parents feel pressure to give their children whatever they request and then overextend by failing to plan. They might even want their children to fit in with their peers, which can often lead to overindulgence. But guess what? It's not just parents. Our society has jumped on the Christmas debt wagon and are financing things they cannot afford now quick story so every year my darling nephews and i love them to bits i absolutely love them to bits they come up with their christmas list which sometimes includes smartphones entertainment systems clothing items and so on right a lot of things this year i was super shocked at how minimalist that list was like i had to give them a call to ask if they were still sending more things and they said no no that's that's about it i gladly picked it up and bought the things with joy (laughs) but i say this because i know that you know that sometimes we are conflicted with showing love by giving and not being able to afford those things. Regardless of what we spend, there's an enemy dedicated to destroying and stealing our joy. We must draw battle lines and reject the lie that death will bring happiness. Or that expensive gifts are the only way to bring joy to a loved one. Let's set our hope on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. He is trustworthy and a reliable source of joy. This truth eliminates the need to compete with others. It offers the freedom to develop God's plan for your family without the pressures of the commercial world. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke about the C word called, called contentment, right? I also shared about how sometimes, you know, social media is the real problem. So to my ladies out there, I know you have gone on social media and seen how the Williams family posted that gorgeous family portrait with them all dressed, you know, in the red checked pyjamas, wishing the whole wide world a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, you are probably thinking, this could have been us. Awesome. Well, Perhaps I can place an Amazon next day delivery order or tell my husband to go to M&S and buy me some. Please don't do it. Just don't do it. Please, 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 I beg of you. We must decide if we truly serve the God of the universe. If so, then our omniscient father will meet our need to show love to others without our indebtedness at Christmas. So sis, if you have to reset priorities and adjust your lifestyle, go for it. If you have to plan ahead, take a shot. If you even have to avoid social media, please go for it. It requires believing that God's plan is different from the world and is more fulfilling, not less. And the light, the sounds, the celebrations this year can be centered around the Savior who came into the world in a lowly manger, in an obscure city with no display of power or riches. Yet, he gave us his best abundant life. Lastly, to those who might be reflecting on how the year went and feeling rejected, alone, unworthy or not good enough in whatever pillar of your life, Jesus was born because God so loved the world. The story of Jesus' birth is not just a warm fuzzy story about a sweet baby born to nice people who are having a hard time. It isn't just an exciting story about wise men and shepherds and a manger. The story of Christmas is the most important message you could ever receive from God. Christmas is God's message to your heart saying, I love you. He loves you enough that he paid the greatest cost that God could ever have possibly paid. The creator becoming a creature. God became a man. The perfect entered the fallen. God amongst the ungodly. Mercy in the midst of judgments. As you reflect today, listen to God's voice in your heart, reminding you that he loves you. Moving on, it's almost time to start celebrating the new year. I say almost, but it's literally a week. As we approach this new year, I'm challenging you to focus more on what you're saying hello to while also saying goodbye to this year. For me, it's saying hello to obedience, you know, being obedient is leaving what's familiar to me and stepping into where or what God is calling me to no matter how seemingly good the familiar was. Just like Abraham, you know, God called him to leave home to an unknown land and it takes a huge, huge amount of courage to leave home, not just for an adventure, but for the unknown. For some of us, it's facing your fears because God wants to use you in lots of ways you never expected. For others, it's having more confidence in God rather than yourself. Just, you know, being fearless and just leaning on God and trusting him and watching him do exceedingly and abundantly above all. All you could ever think or imagine. So I challenge you, my ladies, write down five things you are grateful for, three things you are saying goodbye to, and three things you are saying hello to. And that's it, my 360 ladies. May the God of love shower his best blessings onto you and yours as you go through this Christmas season and into the new year. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See you in Season 3. Thanks for joining us this week on the 360 Lady. I trust you have taken some golden nuggets to living a complete life in Christ. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the 360 Lady on this platform to stay in touch and never miss a show. If you like the show, kindly leave a rating on the platform so we can keep bringing a mix of magnificent and inspiring episodes. Thanks for listening, my ladies, and see you in two weeks.